Dan, you've had a birthday recently, right? How old are you now? Like seven or eight? <sighs> Andy, you know I'm this many. Ten. Uh, yeah. Did you do anything fun for your birthday? Did you and your ten-year-old buddies go somewhere fun or anything? Like trampolines or ice skating, whatever ten-year-olds do? No, my ten-year-old buddies and me just sat on the freezing cold floor in my living room and stared at the static on the TV. Wait, why, why was the floor freezing cold? Because my floor is made of ice. I live in an igloo. A Midwestern igloo. Okay. And uh, why were you just staring at TV static for your birthday party? Because we don't have any video games to play, Andy. Uh, you don't have to have video games at your house to play video games on your birthday. I mean, you should have gone to Contender Esports, a team-based gaming facility that's set to open in December right here in Springfield. They've got tons of games you and your friends could have played together. Wait, Andy, are you telling me that... Contender Esports is your home for the best birthday parties and events in town. League of Legends, Overwatch, Counter-Strike, Madden, and Rocket League? What's your game? Contender Esports has it all at Springfield's newest and hottest esports gaming center with food, great music, and over 50 gaming stations for PC, Xbox, PS4, and Nintendo. Contender Esports has you covered. So grab some friends and join Contender Esports seven days a week starting at 11 a.m. daily. Located next to St. George Donuts on the southeast corner of national and battlefield wow that's exactly what i'm telling you dan i guess you know where you're going when you turn 11 next year i'm going to contender esports for every birthday now until i'm a thousand hmm i'm i'm not so sure you understand how the human body works dan wait you mean i'm not gonna live to be a thousand then why did i build this igloo <laughs> thanks to contender esports at national and battlefield for sponsoring today's episode of the Spring Food Mo Podcast. Spring Food Mo! On October 19th, 1991, a child was born into Springfield. A child of destiny. A child of fate and fury. A child with an unparalleled appetite. Behold, world. Behold this child. Behold... Dan. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, it's Spring Food Mo, Dan Simber Edition, baby. My name is Dan Howell, and with me today, of course, is my intrepid co-host, who is thinking he's going to intro himself, and he is. <laughs> my name's Andy Carr. Hi. Andy, how you doing today? Uh, Dan, I haven't been resting. Do you wow. know why? Um, I, I have a guess, but why don't you tell me? Mostly anxiety. <laughs> wow. Oh, but also, I, we can't rest until we've tried <laughs> every restaurant in Springfield, Missouri. Well, speaking of anxiety, Andy, um, we're expecting a guest here right now, and they're running a little late. Um, and when you hear this guest's name, it's not the name it's not the person you're gonna think it is yeah yeah it's not the person anyone's gonna think it uh -huh. is actually andy why don't you go ahead and keep these mics running thank you okay is she here mm -hmm. <laughs> do you want to just redo it no okay hey <laughs> wow it's not the person i thought it was wow <laughs> hey what's up man the first major surprise of Dan Simber drops. <laughs> pretty big surprise, I guess. What a great surprise. <laughs> it, has, it has been pulled over 
on you. It has been. So that person who was coming is not going to come. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, I told Andy that uh, this week we were going to have Karen on the podcast, not the the right. very real secretary Karen that we have, the one who's died and come back to life. <laughs> um, but another Karen, a, a real person who I, in fact, have reached out to for Dan Simber. Uh, but she she never responded to the message. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, Jake was not a replacement for her. <laughs> okay. He was my original idea. Uh, just to have a nice little surprise guest what for Andy this surprise. morning. Yeah. I get to sit here with my two best buds in town. <laughs> All right. That's great. Good to be here. Our returning champion. Wow. <laughs> Our, I guess our technically our first, the first one to air. Yes, absolutely. Um, a couple weeks from now, the listeners are going to hear an episode where we tell the we, guests that they are our first returning uh-huh. champion. But uh, we we don't know if it'll be a couple weeks or like a <laughs> month or two months. We have no idea. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we can talk about why that is next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. Is returning champion like just a returning guest? That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, cool. you were a champion over the last episode you were on. It's so nice of you to say that. Uh-huh. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I don't think we've said your name. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Jake Heron. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it's not Jay Karen. It's Jake Heron. Uh-huh. And it's also not really Jake fast. Herring, as I referred to you yeah. uh, almost 15 months ago now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's wild stuff. I didn't even catch that. (laughs) Jake, of course, was on for our beloved Purple Burrito episode. Uh What a great episode. It was. was. One of the worst bios of all time. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Just no information. I was apologizing in the bio (laughs) for not having enough. I don't know. I felt like I learned some stuff. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. I remember yeah. nothing. I retained nothing from any of the bios. I definitely learned some stuff from special guest Percival Bernito, <laughs> who appeared <laughs> on the show. That guy was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey it was a, he was a nice guy. Um, it is, of course, Dan Simber, baby, as I said. Uh, <laughs> sorry for the choppy start to the show, but I just really wanted to surprise Andy. Yeah, I'm Dan so Simber. Surprise. Here I am. Feels great. Is packed full of surprises. Uh-huh. Dan and Jake are... I'd say best friends. <laughs> um, Dan, and you, uh, and, you and Jake. <laughs> no. You said Dan and Jake. I, said, I wow. referred to Andy as Dan. There must be a lot of hanging out without me. <laughs> Andy and Jake, here. of course, are. Real fear. Very, very close buddies. We are. It's lovely yeah. to see them together. Uh, and it uh, took some planning. Jake has seen Andy so many times between the time that we started <laughs> true. discussing Honestly, yeah. this. <laughs> now. So. Um, we shut down Hold Fast Brewing like two nights ago. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they kicked us out. Andy uh, was just telling me a story <laughs> last night of hanging out uh-huh, with you. <laughs> I sure was. That was right after we got kicked out of the Mud Lounge, though. <laughs> <laughs> we did not. We kicked ourselves out of both places. And I got kicked out of a private showing of a movie. Really? Yeah, Ooh. it was just all getting kicked out of stuff all yeah. night. I was supposed to go with you to that, but it didn't work out. Yeah, I'd like to blame somebody else on that, but it's all my fault. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. It's probably mine. Oh, I didn't mean about the movie. I meant getting kicked out. Did you actually get kicked out? Oh, no, not really. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you have to do to get kicked out of a VHS screening? Well, I brought an entire bottle of whiskey. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess to the Crimey Arts Center. <laughs> It's not the whiskery art center, Jake. Whoa, man. All right. Because <laughs> uh, you have whiskers. I can't. Yeah, I didn't shave this morning. Uh, so it is Dan Sober, baby, uh-huh. as, as I've mentioned three times now. Um, Andy, why don't you go ahead and hit that drop? I have to add it to the list first. 
this is what happens whenever I have no responsibility is uh, I just do a bad job. You ready for that drop? Here we go. I think I'm ready. Lake Hood means rewind. A gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. Search. Yeah. We're 10 seconds in right now. <laughs> Only wait, 30 wait, seconds wait, to wait, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, Sounds familiar. I got friends. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of friends. <laughs> got a lot of friends. <laughs> I got friends, got a lot of friends, got a lot of friends, got a lot of friends. And by now, people will have seen the uh, Dan Simber cover art <laughs> that I did out of boredom one day. <laughs> which is one of my favorite things that I've ever done for the show. I, I made that drop like three years ago really? um, just because I really, I, I liked it and I put it on SoundCloud <laughs> and it got removed for uh, <laughs> uh, copyright infringement. I guess 40 really? seconds is long enough for them to pick up a few bars of Drake's yeah. music. And we'll talk over it. We <laughs> did talk over it. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think it's the only thing I've ever had removed from there uh, despite all my other really vulgar stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, a cu- couple ground rules for Dan Simber. Now that oh. we've started Dan Simber proper, uh, last month of course was Dan Vimber, uh, <laughs> sort of prelude to nope, Dan Simber. Um, canonically, not, all not episodes true. that we did in November, even the ones where we didn't refer to Dan Simber, those nah. were Dan Vimber. According to the the. What's like the compact, the Spring Food <laughs> Media Compact that we signed has to be fifty fifty agreement on any kind of themed month. And uh it didn't Dan Vember is not a thing. I'm seeing Jake shaking his head. <laughs> so I think he we've got sixty six percent compact. I thought it was just like Dan Gust ran into <laughs> Dan Vember. I keep saying it. I say it every week. Yeah. Dan Simber Dan comes Timber. every year. Yeah. I mean, that's something you've earlier. definitely said every week. Uh-huh. So no. this is the first week into Dan Simber, despite Dan's <laughs> insistence that the last two or three episodes and some that are coming out in January <laughs> or February are still Dan Simber. Yeah. Yeah. Anything <laughs> recorded from like November 15th till December 21st, which is so much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say that we just recorded an episode yesterday with easily the biggest, like or at least like most famous guest we've ever had yeah. until today, until today, <laughs> yeah. until we had Jake on today. I imagine like ver- a lot more people know who you are since last year, since you have a, a very popular vegan meat company. Oh, I'm well, it's, you know, I don't think so. Your name's on menus all across town, my man. Yeah, but that could be any Jake. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to say this is that Jake from the menus. We've been we've been to so many places where your name is on the menu. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Farmer's really Gastro Pub, Drops. That's probably it. <laughs> all, all two of them. Um, yeah, we... we Let's just say it, Dan. We just recorded our New Year's Eve episode, Hong Kong Inn, with stand-up comic Kenny DeForest. Yes. Springfield legend. Springfield legend. It says on the uh, Blue, Blue Room oh, website, Springfield <laughs> no, legend. I didn't even know. Yeah, I was no, just giving them that yeah. title. And uh, it was a lot of fun. He's very gregarious, very very loud voice, which we're not used to with our guests. Had mm-hmm. to turn him down. <laughs> Usually, we go the other direction. That's up. For those of you who don't know the opposite of down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's going to be real good. So look forward to that. Yeah. Great episode. Great and, guy. And we saw him do like a 90-minute stand-up set last night, and it was fantastic. Just crushed. It was so good. How Just, long is he in town? 
I don't know. I think it was probably like five days or something. Oh, he flies out today. That's right. He was yeah. leaving Sunday. Yeah, I think he was oh, kind of well, here. So for if you're listening to this, you missed him. And <laughs> yes. I think we just yeah. got lucky because I sent him a message. Just I, I don't know him. We went to high school together. Right? I just sent him a message out of the blue that was like, hey, we're, uh, we do this silly food podcast in Springfield. Do you want to come talk about Hong Kong Inn with us when wow. you're in town? It turns out he had a real affinity for Hong Kong Inn. So I think if we did pick some other random place, we might have not got a response. But uh, he was down to talk about Hong Kong Inn. And boy, we really talked about it. Yeah. Um, so... I think I, I can go ahead and spoil it. We all loved it. <laughs> really? <We're> no. not, <laughs> I, that's not accurate. I seem to remember, yeah, you saying that you were not excited about it. Uh huh. Well, let's not spoil it. So I, I went in with an open mind. We'll put Where it that even way. Where is that place? Where isn't it? There's three <laughs> There's, different ones. Are you serious? Yeah. Used to be four until recently. Oh. All right, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Oh wait, I'm not. I'm not running this. I'm not oh, staying the show. Yeah, but, but wait, that's not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> yeah, don't stomp all over Dan. <laughs> we had a couple different restaurants lined up for this week. Mm-hmm. Actually, originally we were going to go to Artisan's Oven. Uh, Jake picked from a few different vegan options from yeah. our spring well, food I mean, most as long as they have vegan options. Yeah, so. absolutely. But uh Artisan's oven was closed the last few days because of the Thanksgiving yeah. holiday. It really we should have been smarter about it. I mean, yeah. it would have been feasible to go on Wednesday, but I guess neither of us did. We just yeah, didn't look Neither into Andy it, so. or I did. Jake did eat <laughs> Artisan's uh, I oven. went and I actually like I went alone and I uh, took notes on everything, and then whenever I went to Van Gogh's, I forgot to do anything, so I was just like, scrolling through Reddit. Well, I, I remember it pretty well, though. Yeah. I suggested Van Gogh's after Artisan 7 fell through. It's just a few address spots away. It is indeed. <laughs> a few numbers. And we know for sure, because our friend Holland... Uh, makes the vegan stuff there. Yes. Or some vegan stuff there. Absolutely. Definitely no conflict of interest for real. Yeah. Um, partially because, I mean, not to spoil it, but we know it's good. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, don't don't stress Holland. You're probably listening. But also, I didn't have any vegan cheese. So, yeah. you know, who knows? <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into that bio segment. Man, Sounds good. The best transitions happen in Dan Simber. Starry, starry night. Vincent Willem van Gogh was born in Zundert, a town in the North Brabant region of the Netherlands on March 30th, 1853. In just 37 years, he created over 2,000 pieces of art, including almost 1,000 oil paintings. His paintings laid the groundwork for modern art, and he will forever be remembered for his tortured self-portraits, expressive brushwork, and his love of pancakes. Pancakes! Pancakes! A panenkeken, or panenkek, is a simple Dutch pancake, usually larger and thinner than its American counterpart, but not quite as thin as a crepe. They're made with flour, eggs, milk, and salt, and served with all manner of sweet or savory toppings. We have no definitive proof that Vincent van Gogh ever enjoyed one of the open-faced pancakes, but it's definitely possible. The treat dates all the way back to the 18th century, when a panenkek was a traditional Dutch wedding breakfast served with milk and honey. Always a bridesmaid, never the bride, surely Vincent attended at least one of these early morning unions before he shot himself in the head. Who shot you? Separate the weak from the opposite. Leap hard to creep in Brooklyn streets. 
Perhaps the folks at Van Gogh's Eatery, the subject of this week's episode of Spring Food Mo and purveyors of fine panenkeck, can verify the veracity of Vincent Van Gogh's vice for voraciously vanquishing flapjacks variants. Did the famed painter really viciously vivisect and devour them? Did he gnash his veneers to vanish them into his vacant void of a vacuumous... Wait. It's Dan Simber, baby! There's no wordplay in Dan Simber! Van Gogh's eatery opened on Andy, insert date here later in a brick building located at 334 East Commercial Street. Joe Gidman conceived the restaurant with his parents after studying abroad in the Dutch port city of Rotterdam. There he enjoyed pannenkek, snurt, Rookwurst, and all sorts of other seemingly Susian-named dishes before returning to Springfield and opening the city's only spot for Dutch grub. Now, if the story of a man traveling abroad and returning stateside with an idea for a new restaurant sounds familiar, that's because this isn't the first time we've covered Joe Gidman. Back in episode three of Spring Food Mo, we profiled Joe Gidman's journey to Peru that brought him back stateside with an idea for Springfield's first and only Peruvian restaurant. Located less than two blocks east of Van Gogh's and less than a block west of Gidman's newest venture, Chabam Teas and Spices, Cafe Cusco is an undisputed commercial street champion with easily some of the best food you can find in Springfield. But does Gidman's Dutch diner stack up to his South American spot? Will any of the dishes make the Pantheon like the Leche de Tigre or tickle our taste buds like the Torta de Ascanosi? Who knows? That was a whole 68 episodes ago, back when Andy used copyright-free music for the bios and I did prep for the show. I haven't even been inside of Van Gogh's yet, but according to their website, they have, quote, a quaint beer garden-inspired patio and, quote, a beautiful contemporary interior with bits of Holland. Sounds great. I just hope they're not referring to their house vegan cheesemonger, Holland Wilson. <laughs> like bits of Holland Wilson chopped up and strewn all about the dining area? That would be disgusting. Just sick. I probably shouldn't have even mentioned it. Boy, these bios sure are a lot of work. How do you end these things anyway? Ooh, I know. How about a quote from another famous Vincent? When you go to Van Gogh's... Go out there, you're going to say goodnight. I've had a very lovely evening. Walk out the door, get in the car, go home. Uh, maybe we should just end it there. I loved that bio, Dan. <laughs> That's the best one in a long time. It was pretty good. It sort of crushed in the room. <laughs> yeah, it did. I uh, like. I'd already heard it several times. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. The bios in Dan Simber are done by Dan. All the writing and the <laughs> recording. Um, you'll yeah. notice there weren't all those pesky quotes from people about their experience and interesting <laughs> stories or any background info just the bare bones <laughs> baby. nothing relevant i had a hunch that it was uh, like inspired by a backpacking trip because they had a backpack hung up on the wall and i was yeah. like that's oh. probably the one yeah uh-huh. yeah uh it's very you know joe kidman just kind of travels around and uh, comes back with the lovely food he, of the places he goes to that's you know awesome. at my job um, I teach third grade. Most people know that, I guess. Uh, a lot of times, kids will put their coats on the wrong way. They'll put their coat on backwards <laughs> and then put their backpacks on their front. And 
I've said this phrase no less than a hundred times. Come on, it's not a front pack. <laughs> cool. Do they walk around cool, backwards huh? after that? No, they don't. Like it's a. <laughs> I'm a weird backwards person. Well, they do this whenever they're about to walk out the front door to see their parents. I'm like, I, I, I can't have them, their parents, like seeing me let them do this. Why not? One day you should make their them all do it. Your fault, dude. Because it just makes it look way more chaotic in there than it is. Anyway, <laughs> Van Gogh's. Yeah, how about it? I relate to Vincent Van Gogh. How, how elaborate so? yeah uh not because i want to shoot myself <laughs> because i have a bad ear <laughs> yeah yeah that was his thing he had a, a bad a, ear yeah a he did a different situation though in what way <laughs> hey you got me there it is exactly the same it's in my statement <laughs> has anybody here ever been to van gogh's before today i had several times in fact i think i went right after it opened with some people and it's just a place people like to go it's such a nice space you know especially people from out of town it's a nice place to take them that kind of thing huge in there mm-hmm. yeah. so much bigger than it appears from like kind of the storefront there a lot of natural light i think yeah the Lots. high ceiling the high ceiling and a lot of light pouring in there from various sources mm-hmm. both natural and artificial uh, make it seem probably bigger than it is. I'd be curious to see what it's what it's like at night with some of those lights turned off. I feel like maybe it wouldn't feel as spacious, but maybe not. Maybe it's I, just a real big space. You know, I went last night whenever it was definitely dark outside, and it still seemed very big. There weren't a whole yeah. lot of people in there because mm-hmm. of the holiday weekend. But, man, it's such a beautiful spot in there. All There's, like, a lot of light blue on the walls and all the... Uh, uh, tables and benches are a uh, real light wood and it, it's just it's bright and vibrant and yeah got all sorts of dutch knickknacks on the wall did holland figure out that we were covering the restaurant was holland were they there whenever you i don't believe holland was there okay. at all yesterday okay. because i did make two trips one earlier in the day and uh one late in the evening sure uh, were you just like you went in twice by yourself or you went with friends i went in once to pick some up and then once for a nice sit down meal with my lovely smoke show uh lady friend okay which by uh, the way i'm gonna get that hot chicken to her sometime soon you know week. i w- she kind of juked you uh <laughs> I, I told andy <laughs> i told jake uh, when my girlfriend works and where she works, I really doxed her, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he attempted to bring her some of his delicious vegan hot chicken on one of the very few days she has off ever. Um, oh, it's unexplainable. Bad job, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So I made this sandwich and then I just threw it in the in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I was furious. Ditch witch video of him punting it. <laughs> Anybody have drinks? Uh, I didn't, though I have had kombucha there before. This is one of the few places you can get that tap kombucha, which is pretty tasty. Yeah. I had a crispy Stella at like 11 in the morning. Ooh, yeah. 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 That's, a, that's a good 11 a.m. drink. A nice, uh, We've got crisp. some crispy high lifes in the fridge if anybody wants them. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. we're past 11 by free. now. That's that's definitely my you know cutoff time for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's eleven o'clock a.m. somewhere. <laughs> they do have a pretty extensive drink menu there. Some specialty drinks, some hot drinks. I went with an Amsterdam Fog, which is lavender Earl Grey tea, some alpha alpha chlorophyll, and steamed milk. Wow! Have you heard of a London Fog? You uh-huh. know this. 
like the coat company. We just had somebody talk about that for their last meal pick. That's recently. right. Absolutely. I think that was Rachel's mm-hmm. drink pick. No, it's like Earl Grey tea and steamed milk. I don't know exactly what goes into a London fog, but the chlorophyll in this Amsterdam fog made it appear a like bright teal color oh. with like green on top of the steamed milk. It was lovely, and I, I really loved the uh, lavender tea. I, mm-hmm. I, I needed kind of a pick-me-up before that Kenny DeForest show last night. I uh, was eating a lot of Dutch food, so I wanted a little caffeine as well, and I think that really picked me up. Forgot to do this. Uh, drinks. Drunken in Dutch. So that's, that's beverages. Uh, <laughs> for our next segment, uh, we've go. got Dan Simber going great. <laughs> Vor Gretchen. <laughs> Who's Gretchen? The, she was my, my babysitter's daughter <laughs> when I was a child. My Gretchen. first dog's name was Gretchen. Oh, cool. Probably yeah. the same person. A <laughs> uh, l- mm. little miniature dachshund? I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. right. Yeah, wow. Uh-huh. Uh, anybody get any Vor Gretchen? Food? Appetizers. Yes, got the Dutch fries, Dan. Gr- crispy gold potato served with pickled onions, frit sauce, curry ketchup, and ahem, peanut sauce. Ooh, Jake, did you get your hands on those Dutch fries? So I, well, I, I'm not sure if that's what I ordered. I ordered something that was fried, and they were like, well, I don't think we have any of that. So I went with, I was like, well, if you don't have that, then give me the hummus. Ooh, all right. You got the fries as well, right? I did get the fries. We got to talk about this menu description, okay? Because, um... There's a lot more than three sauces, and those onions are certainly not pickled. <laughs> I think they are slightly pickled. Like, I think they're just like putting some vinegar for maybe 30 minutes or an hour. It's definitely not like a full-on pickle. All right. I'm going to very briefly grab the reins, Dan. I'll return them to you. Oh, no. Moment. Please, grab away. <laughs> These, uh, the Dutch fries come in a bowl. It's like a snack-sized portion. It's like a ni- it was a nice appetizer for three people because I went with a group of three. Now, the phrase served with pickled onions isn't entirely accurate, I don't think. Maybe they were pickled. <laughs> But to me, um, that menu should read more like covered with a shovel full of raw sliced onion. <laughs> There's so much onion on these fries. And it's good. I love onions. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also wouldn't call the fries crispy, per se, either. They were pretty soft fries and only lightly seasoned. There's enough texture on the outer layer to keep it distinct from like the hot, almost like melty mashed mm. potato-y insides, though. Um, these aren't at all fries you're supposed to just eat by themselves anyway. Yep. So I feel like just the description of the regular fries isn't necessarily that relevant. Yeah. It's how that works in concert with the four different dips. Ugh. That's one more dip in the menu list, Dan. Andy, can we get a sauce count? <laughs> uh, yes, we can. Somebody sauce me. <laughs> Four. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, the frit sauce looks like a mayo or an aioli, but it's got this added vinegary kick. It's really good. I, oh, I like that one a lot. So uh, this is mayonnaise? Uh, yes. Well, vin- it's very vinegary mayonnaise. It's a little thinner it's than thinner, mayonnaise. Yeah. But, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on. Uh, there's some mustard. It's like a tr- strong, pungent house-made mustard. It has a real intense flavor. A lot has, of dill in there. Yes, there's mustard strong to do. Uh, I like that one pretty well. It's my least favorite of the four, though I still really enjoy it. Me too. Uh, peanut sauce. I do. You know what? I may be the foremost authority on peanut sauce in Springfield, Missouri. I, you He's going to challenge you. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. I think we could take you know on what? any title. <laughs> yeah. Henceforth, I think I'm going to go by Mr. Peanut. Oh, okay. So I don't think that name's taken. 
Yeah, <laughs> I think that's available. <laughs> you should uh, do do a GoDaddy search on uh-huh. that. And yeah, you can just pivot no, into a rock. I don't think I am. I'm just I'm just gonna say I'm Mr. Peanut now. Um, I'll be P dash nut. That's not taken right. I I think that also <laughs> is taken. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's the bassist in corn, right? No, Fuelie's the bassist. No, you're thinking of the gentleman from the band 311. I am. That's right. Crunchy, creamy, (laughs) peanut butter. That's a 311 song. Oh, my. Their songs are very crunchy. You ever just not a fan of anything you say or do in your life at at any time? What? (laughs) Wow. I don't feel that way. I'm just asking if you guys do. Uh, so this peanut sauce. I'm going to cut all this, right? All right no, no chance. I don't cut anything anymore. This peanut sauce is smooth and thick like creamy peanut butter with that subtle sesame kick you get from some Thai peanut sauces. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, we don't have a peanut sauce that has that traditional sesame kick in any of the Thai restaurants in town, which is interesting. Mm-mm. Mostly those just resemble... Uh, peanut butter with added coconut or peanut butter that's just been melted down. In the case of Ramatai, it's just melted peanut yeah. butter and it rules. But this place does have some of that sesame kick from like a store-bought version. Not to say this is store-bought. It's definitely uh, house-made. Of course, I loved it. I'm so glad the portion was small and I had to share with other people. Otherwise, I would have just been downing like a full ounce of it with every fry. Mm-hmm. Like I love dips. Love yeah. dips. See me at a Mexican place. I, it's the chip is a shovel, you know. I, it's like five chips for a single container of salsa with me. I just, I want so much. Yeah. But you know, when you other people, you got to. When you're with other people, you got to consider mm-hmm. uh, their needs, and they definitely needed to have some of that peanut butter too. So here's a stray observation about that peanut sauce. Uh-huh. Looks like baked beans whenever it comes kinda out. Kind of does. There's no chunks of anything no. in it, but the way like the peanut butter kind of lays on itself. So like maybe a little bit more reddish. Uh, it's almost a reddish brown. Yeah. 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 It's got a little like a, like the side of a mountain look to it. Mm-hmm. It looks very textured on the in the container, even though it's smooth whenever yeah. you eat it. Completely smooth, no yeah. chunks of peanut at all. Uh, real baked bean look to it. Mm-hmm. You gotta ask Holland how do you, how do you get those peanut sauce looking like baked beans? <laughs> <laughs> it's on purpose, right? Curry ketchup oh. is the fourth one. The name is unspecific. We've talked before. We've talked before about how, how curry is a name for hundreds of different spice combinations, and the word on its own barely means anything. That said, I loved the curry ketchup. It's just a it's a seasoned yeah. ketchup. The texture is a little mealier than regular ketchup, and there's a pretty complex, like vaguely Indian flavor from whatever seasoning mix they're using. I love that curry ketchup. I think I liked it even more the pe- in the peanut sauce. Yeah. It was so good. It I wish really I had good. a bottle. It was one of those things where if I had a bottle, I'd probably eat like a third or half of the bottle of it. Holland, it's when so they came tasty. on the show for the That Lebanese Place episode, I think talked up the ketchup. Uh-huh. Uh, and they are completely 100%. right. 100%. Very good. You right. could, you could like, put some you know, curry powder and ke- ketchup pretty easy. <laughs> I do like stuff like that with mayonnaise all the time. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you make killer sauces. Yeah. Privileged individuals get to try Jack sauces, <laughs> which I am one. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to buy a $10,000 plate. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a membership fee. It's an annual fee and then a monthly fee. The members are very privileged. Why don't you tell us about that hummus, Jake? Okay. Yeah, it was a beet hummus. It was kind of sweet. Uh, had like So it was like telling like 
short little poems and stuff and yeah. snapping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, well, we went with different. Yeah. We were at different directions, Yours but uh, either way, we we interrupted the lovely chick here. <laughs> I don't have anything worthwhile to say anyway. Uh, <laughs> great guest, great guest pick, Dan. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, the hummus was great. It had um, a pita that was just kind of like uh, cut into pieces, and then um, it was room temp, and then the um, carrots and celery. It's the thickness like on that pita, like crepe pretty thin. thin pretty yeah, thin. It was it was quality pita. I think that something um, had gotten a little bit of water on the plate, so the Pita, some of the pita at the bottom was a little bit wet, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be wet with your saliva in just a moment anyway. Yeah. What's it matter? Yeah, it really just saving me some time and energy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you didn't just drool onto the plate? Could have happened. Yep. Uh-huh. I also attempted to get some bitter ballin' because, boy, did that look good. Beef got breaded and deep fried with house mustard really loved that house mustard but they were all out that night they were out of a couple things oh man so we ended up with a crepic i'm assuming i'm saying that right i think the oe makes kind of an eh noise yeah, a crepic I, I assume everything you're saying you're pronouncing 100% correctly <laughs> is that like a schwa <laughs> it is i don't know if it is you're an english major right uh-huh a schwa is that like a phonetic? You know, the schwa. <laughs> You're talking about the Nike logo? No, that's the schwa. <laughs> Continue. I have no clue what's going on. Listen. A crepic is an Indonesian tapioca starch chip. They have two options, veggie flavored or prawn flavored. They were all out of the veggie flavored, which was good because we didn't want it anyway. This was sort of a weird like prawn flavored rind disc like a pork rind uh-huh. it, it had the same texture as chicharrones i guess is all i'm saying but it was prawn flavored made of tapioca powder lovely i i really liked these they weren't served with any sauce i think they'd probably be really good with the peanut sauce so i think that that would be a good pairing with those if you wanted to order a little but man just a great texture to them i think i probably prefer the dutch fries because i think those are I, that's a top Springfield uh, appetizer good. to it's me. Good. My order, I, I got a to-go order and ordered them again whenever I went to the restaurant. Of course. My to-go order, very soggy. I think it was just because I put them in the yeah. Rachel Ray bag, kind of screwed up there. My order in-house, very crispy, oh, as crispy as described. Still a nice, soft, mashed potatoy center, but really perfectly yeah, cooked fries. Ours yeah. were not crispy. Yeah, I, I think you may have just gotten an off batch there because these were these were some lovely fries. I liked them anyway. I thought oof. they were real good as as were as was. Did as you they go were. in the morning? No, I didn't. I went in the evening. Okay. If you're a dipman like myself <laughs> or Andy, I'm, Jake, or would you consider yourself a dipman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. oh, yeah. I like make those sauces, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. Like why I do it because I put it on pizza or, you know, dip uh-huh. it. Sometimes it's more of a squirt on the pizza. Actually, usually it's a squirt man. I'm a squirt man. <laughs> okay. Well, Andy and I are dipmen and Jake is a squirtman. Uh, this is this is a this is a dipper's delight. I dip and I squirt. <laughs> it's my favorite don't mid '90s rap speak song for me, <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Howell. I don't care if it's your month or not. Get my preferences straight. Can we just take a quick pause and you lay in uh, "Dip" by Danny Brown? Sure. Just a small section of that, and then we'll continue. Okay. We've already used that song. 
All right. <laughs> Vorgerecht. Anybody have any Vorgerecht? <laughs> Entrees, guys. Come on. I feel like this is a trap. <laughs> So I had an entree, yeah. <laughs> I did. Jake, you get yourself an entree? I don't remember what anything was called, but I only had I had a vegetable soup and a hummus. Ooh, why don't, why don't you get into that vegetable soup that was then? So Leave us off. It wasn't really anything that I would say like was you know, distinct from any other vegetable soup I've had, uh, but it was really, really good. A lot of the time, whenever I have a vegetable soup, I'm like, this isn't really very savory. There's not enough salt. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of salt in my food. Gotta. So, yeah. And for some soup, salt me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What what kind of veggies we got going in there? Uh, there were, uh, so this was, I guess, a little bit off the beaten path for a regular vegetable soup, but it had uh, red peppers in it. Ooh, okay. And um, some nice, chunky mushrooms, so that's always good. They've so, got great red peppers up there. I had those on one of my dishes, and they're lovely. Yeah, I, I agree. It. I ate it really fast, and it was a small spoon, so. <laughs> <laughs> my dish also had peppers. Uh, I got the Kerry Kip, and I Ooh. asked if it was Kerry Keep. No, they said it was just Kerry Kip. Hmm. Uh Chicken, peppers, and pineapple, and a lemon curry coconut sauce over rice with arugula. Okay, to imagine what the curry kip looked like on the plate, you might picture like a Hawaiian paella. It's like bright yellows and reds over the white and topped with a real deep green. Just looked amazing on the plate. Everything here looks, just looks gorgeous. Their presentation's off the charts. There's a lot of arugula over the top of the dish, and all the other components are coated with like the lemon co- curry coconut sauce and layered over the rice. The sauce was great. It's like thin, light, complex, and subtle. Uh, you could pick up a little lemon and a little coconut, but neither overpowered the overall mix of flavors, which was like so fresh and like mildly tropical, but not overpowering in any way. It's just like a very balanced, uh, distinct group of flavors. I really loved it. The chicken was unbreaded and came in small chunks, which were tender and juicy and it, like absorbed the sauce and took on those flavors uh, in addition to you know your typical tasty chicken flavor. The rice was soft, moist, and a little sticky, which was great when trying to fork everything together for a bite. You didn't have to, you didn't have anything falling off, you know? It's always a danger. Don't like stuff falling <laughs> off my fork. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> there were slices of red and yellow peppers in there, like cooked until they were totally soft, um, and some small chunks of pineapple as well. You could taste all this stuff separately, and it all just came together in a really lovely way. We often talk about like mush food. You know, and not even negatively, like food that has a bunch of components but has one taste and texture when they're all mixed together. The carrot tip is exactly the opposite of that. Mm. It's like a variety of flavors and textures, all of which you experience at the same time. You register separately, but they complement each other in a way that's like clearly designed, which I really appreciate. Mm. Like clearly work and thought went into the preparation of this dish, like more so than most we try on the show. I really loved it. That said... Of the three orders that were uh, present at our table, was my least favorite thing. If, if any anything anyone in our party ordered, I went with my friends Jordan and Casey. By the way, mm. old friends in town for the Thanksgiving break, moving back soon. Which I'm pretty excited about. Mm. Anyway, um, they got Casey got the meatball stomp pot, which is like a meatball pasta. You, did you get that, Dan? I okay, got the we'll meatball talk about stomp it. pot. And uh, Jordan got it's like a another chicken dish. It was chicken and ham. They were layered on top of each other with a garlic sauce. And oof, that was like my second or third choice. Oh my gosh. It was so rich and delicious, like creamy. And uh, it was, it was awesome. I wish I'd have gotten the one that Mm -hmm. he got. And uh, even though I loved what I got, everything on the table tasted fantastic. Loved it. 
You know, I whenever I went up there yesterday evening, I discussed with my girlfriend possibly um, doing a vegan dish in solidarity with our lovely guest here. Um, my eyes immediately went to the one with chicken and ham on it. <laughs> really was into the thought of that. Um, so I decided on a compromise. Um, still certainly not vegan, but uh, not too different. Okay, <laughs> to, to meats. I wanted that Van Gogh's ear with the orancetta pasta with broccoli, smoked sausage, tossed in lemon, garlic, anchovy sauce with shaved aged cheese and pesto finish. But my freaking girlfriend swooped in and ordered it before I could. <laughs> That's happened to you before, right? Oh, me off. oh man. <laughs> Ticks me off. <laughs> She doesn't ever share with you either, right? Yeah, she had let me had a bite She's of it. Like, and you I, reach for it and she yanks the plate away. <laughs> Half the food falls yeah, off of yeah. it. Just like, no. She's going to throw most of it away, too. Like, she doesn't even ask for a box. She'll hey, dump cruel. it right hey, in the garbage. Damn, watch this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, you know, I'm uh, I'm a bit of a sub. <laughs> oh. He's subjugated. That's what you mean, right? Uh-huh, subjugated. Yeah, yeah, you know, same root latin i ended up with the meatball stomp pot as you said one of your party had who which which one was that uh casey oh wow casey great minds casey think alike. just ran the boston marathon in oh under God. three hours what yeah she's a maniac is that oh, good no, no, i'm sorry new york marathon not boston yeah it's great that's fantastic that's even harder yeah yeah she'll just she'll just hit you up every now and then and be like hey do you want to like ride a bike alongside me while i'm running and i'm like I mean, yeah, it sounds like a good time, but how are you going to keep up with me? It's like, of course she's going to keep she's up gonna with keep me. She's going to keep up, yeah. She's like always been a cross-country runner. She's mm-hmm. very talented. Man, you ever want to ride your bike along me while I'm running? 26.2 <laughs> miles in th- under three hours. That is insane. That is, that is like eight miles an hour. That's, in, that's so crazy. You know what? I'm going to do one of those. <laughs> I believe in you. When's the next one? <laughs> uh, she's looking into the Boston one right now. I think it's in the f- uh, spring sometime. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> I'll get you one of those stickers for your car. It's oh, like yes. 13.2 or whatever. No, Just, it's got it's got to be the 26.2. The 13.1 uh, ones are for the weak who can oh, yeah. uh, pull off a full one. Those would My be dad the first of the herd to be called. And I may do one eventually. <laughs> I did eight miles on Thanksgiving. You it watched eight, 8. mile on Thanksgiving. Yes, I, yes, I did. I yeah, ran eight point three two miles. One shot. <laughs> <laughs> it would be uh, steroids into my knee after because I felt so bad. <laughs> What'd your mom make for Thanksgiving? Uh, mom spaghetti. Anyway, I had the meatball stand. <laughs> two Dutch meatballs with gravy and. Zurkul, Z U U R K O O L. One of the, there, the weirder words. There is on no there. Dana here, only Zurkul. <laughs> yes, yes. Zurkul stamp pot, which in parentheses it says is golden potatoes mashed with sauerkraut and bacon with a K. All the bacon on this menu is with a K. Who knows? It's like Dune. <laughs> yes, yeah. All a bunch of K's in those words. Yeah. Hard the Harkonnen. Continue. <laughs> Dune. <laughs> 
I was talking about Dune again for 10 minutes <laughs> oh and then cut it out. <laughs> that happened. Once. Was served with a side of simple greens. This was really good. You know, I've I've always had little Swedish meatballs served at different like potlucks and things. Ikea? Yes. I've never been to an Ikea, but they got meatballs, my man. They're always I'm saying my man. Because both my men are here. <laughs> my man. <laughs> you're, just, you're just relaxed. I it am just relaxed. comes out. Uh-huh. I'm chill. (laughs) (laughs) But you know the Swedish meatball flavor that I'm talking about, that kind of super salty uh, Salisbury type sauce? Yeah. This was like a fine dining version of it. It almost had a clovey, like cinnamon flavor in the sauce. The mashed potatoes were lovely. You couldn't really tell that there was sauerkraut in there just besides a little tangy bite with them. The bacon, which I also had on another dish that I'm going to discuss shortly was so good it's uh almost it looks more like ham than it does bacon it comes uh takes on kind of a pinkish almost gray uh color not that that's that appealing but man lovely texture to that i i really really enjoyed all this the simple green salad was a simple and green you gesture at me when you say simple green salad (laughs) yes well i was talking about you Uh, so I'm curious about these mashed potatoes with the sauerkraut in them mm-hmm. because I've never had that before, but it sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I was think the sauerkraut like blended or it, it was totally incorporated with the mashed potatoes. The mashed potatoes weren't super smooth. There was a little potato texture to them. Most of the texture was coming from that bacon, which wasn't cooked crispy. It was more of a soft ham feel to it. But man, so good. Anybody else have you're a bit of a soft ham. <laughs> Anybody else have any Vorgerecht? <laughs> any more Vorgerechts we need to discuss? Uh, no, I, I I think I'm good. I forget. Does that mean appetizer? <laughs> no, no. We are on the entree portion. Okay. I just had the soup and the appetizer. So. Hey, you know? It was so good, though. I loved it. Andy, did you get to try one of the pan and kicks? You better believe I did, Dan. Do you do you want to you wanna lead us off with your pan and kick? Death by Dutch chocolate. Whoa. Uh Uh-huh. We split death by Dutch chocolate. It is a very chocolatey pancake. You know, these pancakes are very wide. If anyone hasn't been here, they're the biggest pancakes you've ever seen. They're they're closer to crepes than pancakes. Uh, It's like a pizza, full pizza-sized pancake. 12 inch. 12 inch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You had a 12 inch DBDC? Yes, I did. (laughs) I certainly did. Did I die? Hmm. No, I don't think that I did. I guess I could still be moving through my system. (laughs) Yeah, prove it. But uh, I was happy we had three people because there's so much. It's a it's a pancake, and then there's like it's like Dutch chocolate syrup, and then chocolate sprinkles. And in the very center of the pancake, they put a scoop of what I believe was probably just like Highland ice cream. I really like a standard Mm. Highland ice cream. It's nothing fancy. It's not showy. Gets the job done. It's really good. Maybe it's house made. I don't know, but it tastes like Highland to me. How do you guys feel about sprinkles? Um, I don't love them. I'm, I'm not a huge fan, but in this case, I think it worked because um, it really there was so much going on in that dark chocolate. It has so much flavor that it mostly just added a little bit of extra texture. Where do you think yeah. that sprinkle flavors from, though? You know, there's something 
like if you just eat a handful of sprinkles, oh. you're like, this tastes like something. It's artificial. It's not for sure. chocolate. I think that's probably <laughs> what like old timey candy used to taste like because oh. it's just super like condensed sugar. So yeah. I think that's like just waxy old candy. Like they probably used to love those things. Just yeah. take them by the handful. <laughs> well, probably any amount of sugar for them was like, wow, but everything we eat is just loaded with sugar now. So we're like, this is just kind of <laughs> like bland. Gross Man, stuff. kids love sprinkles. I'll tell you right now, I, I just—it's just all aesthetic. It doesn't it add is. any yeah, flavor yeah. to me. But I mean, that's you know how you get to kids—you get them to like stuff. Yep. You're just like, oh, it's colorful or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, just, you know, chicken now, nuggets or something. The actual pancake is pretty dense, despite the fact, despite the fact that it's so thin and spread out. It's mildly sweet. It's not overpoweringly sweet, which I really liked about this. You look at it and think this is going to be like the sweetest thing I've ever mm-hmm. eaten, but it wasn't. You know, there's was a lot of that rich. Um, just very, very slightly bitter dark chocolate Ooh. flavor with it. Oh, and mixed with the sweetness of the ice cream. That was the sweetest thing present. It all mixed together really great, man. This was really tasty. That sounds awesome. I've also had Stroopwafel there before, which is like a mix between... It's it's almost like the shape of an Eggo waffle, but it's more like the taste and texture of a sugar ice cream, like a sugar cone. Oh, yeah. An ice cream cone. That's not the best description. It's not totally accurate. It's like made of waffle cone material. Yes, but in a disc. Uh huh. It's more like a sugar cone than a waffle sure. cone to me. Oh, okay. But you can get that as a Stroopwafel Sunday, which is the ideal form of consuming it to me, where they give you a scoop of ice cream to eat with your Stroopwafel. Your ideal form of consuming something involves ice cream? Uh, mm. Yes. Yeah, so you surprised by this? It's really strange. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's very familiar with my predilections. <laughs> Ooh, Love dessert. with a lot of self-control until it comes to ice cream. I know. It's true. Hey, it's maybe the best food there is. <laughs> the Pan and Kekin. I got I went with the longer version pan and kekin and I and I know why they have two different versions I'm just not going to explain it on the show to be cool yeah yeah mysterious <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's uh I'm, I'm sorry I kicked your back Jake <laughs> nothing's coming out I got one of the I think they're called masterpiece pan and keck on the menu because uh-huh. it got a little more going on did it have no limits to it <laughs> <laughs> wow that took me uh, uh. <laughs> i had the aruba pan and keck with dutch loin bacon same bacon in the mashed potatoes you but your loins for that one yes i girded my loins <laughs> for it <laughs> Consider my loins girded. Banana, jerk seasoned peppers, onions, raisins, pineapple, and melted Edam cheese. Went re- went real far out there. Mm-hmm. They have some more like things that don't mix savory things with bananas up there, but I just really wanted to try something that seemed super Dutch. Yeah. Yeah, ju- there's nothing more Dutch than jerk seasoning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, the Dutch place with the Thai peanut sauce and the Indonesian little prawn crackers. I mean, all this stuff sounds really good, but it also kind of sounds like, you know, you get home after bar and you're just like, what am I doing? <laughs> what do I got in the fridge? This was, di- I mean, this was wild. The The bananas really... <laughs> throw this one for a loop it was served with some uh maple syrup i don't know if it's maple syrup but with some sweet syrup and it 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 really added a lot 
to it. I, uh-huh. I, I loved the mix of sweet and savory on there. But I got to say, I had to pull the bananas. The, just that the banana flavor with peppers and onions really, it, it was just kind of off-putting to me. I, I think it's, it's kind of an acquired taste. I don't like bananas. I like bananas on their own and almost in no other form. I love mm. banana bread as well. Yeah, but Yeah, I, I enjoy a just banana, but added two things. It's not Listen, really my thing. If they wouldn't, ex- if they went extinct, wouldn't shed a tear. Would feel bad for the monkeys. <laughs> wow, wouldn't affect my life wow. at all. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of them. I, I really did enjoy this one once the uh, bananas were removed. Everything else had a lovely kind of peppery, oniony, sweet flavor to it. The pancake was awesome. And that's all, folks. I think that's everything that Man. we had at Van Gogh's. Yeah. Well, that, was a, that was a lot of food. We Van went for it. We did Van went for it. We went Van Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, we do have to rate one more thing before we can <laughs> get out of here. Oh, boy. Um, in Dan Vimber, of course, we rated the hotness of all the uh, not a thing different <laughs> the, the servers and all, all doesn't the exist people oh, who work boy <laughs> the places. Don't worry, it's all shaken out very well so far. Kids across the board, but you know, in Dan Simber, we're we're leaving that crude stuff back back in Dan Vimber. That not a thing this month. We're rating their beauty inside <laughs> and out. <laughs> okay. Um, and I got to say, uh, I, I'm thinking 10 out of 10 on the on this crew over at Van Gogh's. I think I saw everybody that works there, and they were all supermodel level beauty with uh, very high intellect and beautiful, funny souls, uh, nice orangish purple aura to all of them. I, I loved them. With the caveat that I am only rating the inside... <laughs> Um, so, so Andy famously <laughs> thinks everybody's I ugly. reject this premise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody works at Van Gogh's. Now you know what Andy thinks of how you look. Come no, on. he's only uh, he refuses to rate the not outside. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't think about it. I, I, it. Just has not entered my consciousness any of the times you brought this up. What would you rate? I their don't inner remember beauty? what my server looked like in this case. <laughs> Um, I was going to say Holland is a 10 out of 10 per human being. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of the best. Yeah. And so I came in and I sat down and my tongue flapped out like the cartoon <laughs> wolf. My eyes bugged out and just my heart was <laughs> flopping. It just everyone flopping. I saw, men and women, just I everybody was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful people up there. Also, like insanely nice and really, really great. Uh-huh. Service. Yeah. Um, I do remember that. They're <laughs> yeah, all removed from the parody that is rating everybody's beauty or hotness. They I had one of the nicest servers I've ever had at Van Gogh's. Wow. Real, real lovely lady. Cool. Okay, ten. Sure, <laughs> tens. <laughs> wow, calm down, you horn dog. <laughs> oh, you guys got it. You got you. You have my goat. You got it. Roasted. <laughs> uh, Just pulling all kinds of tricks on you today. I'm sorry, dude. No, Andy. You're my special guest for all of Dan Simber. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, okay. why don't you lead us off with your guest producer <laughs> with with your rating out of uh, <laughs> something I came up with beforehand. Priceless Vincent Van Gogh paintings. <laughs> so clever. Really intuited that one, huh? How, how many of those would Look, you give it? 
I we don't have anything else like this in town. There's really dozens of items on this menu that you can't get anywhere else. It's a really beautiful space. It's a fun place to eat in. Everyone there is nice. It's unique. I loved going there. I loved taking people there. This is not like a regular go-to for me like Cafe Cusco is, but it's a special enough place that I don't think I can get, give it anything less than a three, a two. I'm kidding. No, it's a five. <laughs> this is a five. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think, you think thought they were really great. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Just dangle it in front of them there. No, this is a five. It's for sure a five. Jake, you're my extra special guest for this week of Dan Simber. Yeah. Now, Andy, I should reveal this week. I was going to tell you that Karen was going to be on the show. Jake was going to show up uh, oh. when he did. And then about 15 minutes after that, our special guest from a couple weeks ago, Hannah, was going to show up <laughs> as a double surprise. So wow. it, it that would have been yeah. a surprise to me. <laughs> that would have been horrendous because we would have had to pause for like 20 minutes for me to set up another microphone. I, I was going before you um, booked Hannah from under my feet. <laughs> I was going to tell you that two people were going to be on. So we'd have four mics going. So, so. we would have had Hannah and Karen and Jake. <laughs> you know, Karen was never coming. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Jake. Out of <laughs> priceless Vincent Van Gogh paintings. What? One of the best rating systems we've done yet. <laughs> what would you give? Well, I Van mean, Gogh's? they're like, I just have so many Vincent Van Gogh paintings that they're kind of, I just, they're not even out. priceless yeah, to you just, anymore. Yeah. That makes so little sense. <laughs> That's the whole point of being priceless. They're invaluable. <laughs> they can't, you can't be less priceless. I, I mean, if you got like, how many you got like, is invaluable the 30? opposite of valuable? No, you, you can't like place infamous. the value on it. It's impossible to put a value. And it's the same thing as priceless. I don't know. I think after 10, Jake's got a point. They kind of kind of lose their rust, you yeah, know. Yeah, you just stop caring. Fine, I'm wrong. <laughs> He's really not that great of a painter, anyway. Uh, Andy's <laughs> wrong, Simber. Jake, what'd you think about uh, five out of five? They're just wow. fantastic. Yeah. I'm also gonna give them five out of five. This menu, just like I, I went cross-eyed looking at it. There's so many things on there I want to try, much like the Cafe Cusco and menu. That doesn't have anything to do with the fact that there's a lot of Dutch words and you're dyslexic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I looked at them and I'm like, pizza pie? That's a strange way to treat his disability. We're uh, friends. I really, I, really, <laughs> I really wanted to try that cheese plate, the vegan cheese plate. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's really cool that they're doing, you know, a, a lot to provide options for people who don't have a lot of options here in Springfield. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but, you know, it said like two to four people. I went in and I was like, oh, you know, I'll just like take some home with me. But then there's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I just felt weird. Bike so. around with a pocket full of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I actually drove my car to that. Oh, so okay. rally around yeah. the family. With a pocket full of cheese. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this place rules. Uh, Gidman's got my goat. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next segment. Now, Jake, I asked you to prepare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this will be totally prepared. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not how we even start the segment, actually. So, Jake. You are going to introduce what the segment is. Oh, yeah. Do we introduce it? Yeah. Then tell them that they're no. Dying? Let's just jump into it and not tell <laughs> what it is. Now, Jake, we uh, I asked you to pre prepare. Uh, All right, let's go back for this. Let's go back. And now it's time for last meal. Funny bit. 
Here we go. It's all staying in. <laughs> so, Jake, you, you're a lovely guy. Thank you. You got awesome hair, great style, cool piercings. Really one of the coolest dudes around. When was the last time you bought a new article of clothing? What's it been about 10 years? This is it. That, that, that shirt right looks now. brand new. It is brand oh, okay. new. I got it on a wish. Ooh, wow. Yeah. It's, well, it rhymes with wish. I was just going to compliment the <laughs> fact that fish. you just are a devout thrift store visitor and like have the best style of anyone because you just sift through and find cool stuff. Yeah, you you take pictures of some of the things you find at thrift stores and it blows my mind. You're like the best thrifter there is. You're the greatest. Well, it, it's not like being good at it. You just go every day. Yeah, that's what good is. <laughs> Congratulations. You're good at it. Yeah, years <laughs> of practice, you know, just really. But Ken McClure doesn't like that. You're not stimulating the economy enough. You got to buy new <laughs> stuff. It's not our perspective. That's how the economy it's works. It's true. It is the Christmas season. Trick, trickle down, baby. You got all that money. <laughs> Jake, can I big take fan a break trickle, to do some trickle trickling down, down. <laughs> economics? <laughs> can I tell you guys about fair tax? So, Jake, um, of course, we <laughs> didn't pause there. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, great job. <laughs> Kid, Kid McClure, of course, is sentencing, sentencing you to death for not buying new products and only buying your things from thrift stores. Um, the Wish.com shirt doesn't count. He doesn't like that shirt at all. Yeah, it's all from China. It's really good. It's <laughs> yeah, got it, fishy on it. <laughs> yes, it's, it's great. It, the fish is holding a gun. What? Yeah, yeah I didn't oh, even wow. notice that at I actually first. Looked up Look at that. We got a squid with a gun up on that. Wow. Wow. It's wow. kind of a violent from aesthetic local <laughs> artists it's art on my wall from local artist carly baker yeah wa- art on the wall up here in the 16th floor of the hammond's tower where we record the podcast uh-huh. even in dan simber so andy uh i i've been talking to ken a whole lot i think he let you in on how he was going to kill oh i haven't Jake. talked to him oh okay <laughs> <laughs> in that case oh i've actually got a text coming through here right now um, he's he's just gonna beat you with a baseball bat. It's pretty. It, it's getting what? more and more gruesome did, every week. I did get man, an email from his department that said, um, from here on out, he's decided to stop executing people, <laughs> and it's just gonna have people eat unseasoned oatmeal for the rest of their lives wow. after one final meal. Like huh. that's their his big punishment now. Okay, because it's really toning it down. I really want to have some politicians <laughs> who've expressed interest. Okay. Mayor, to come on. <laughs> and it's, it's not funny when you are talking about that with them, right? Uh, I just don't want to dissuade people Dan Crenshaw? From, uh, no, I, I'm not going to reveal who it is. But we have a fairly prominent politician who's expressed interest. And we have a place marked off for that person to do. Yeah, I'm excited so. for that episode in the future. Uh, Springfield Mayor Dan... <laughs> Springfield Mayor Ken McClure is no longer going to beat you to death with a baseball bat. He is now going to make you eat uh, unseasoned oatmeal for the rest so of your life. I have to beat myself to death with a baseball <laughs> yeah, bat. Yeah, almost a worst fate. He's going to do it with a <laughs> wiffle ball bat. Do it like this. Do it like that. Do it with a wiffle okay. ball bat. So, that's all I got in song <laughs> references today. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Drink. They're, yeah, they're Beastie Boys song. You know, you got it. That's good. <laughs> My role models. <laughs> wow. Views on women <laughs> mostly come from Beastie Boys. Jeez, that's I, a callback hey, to another episode. They actually they uh they they cleaned it up in their later uh-huh. life. Beastie Boys will be Beastie Boys. <laughs> they sure will be. <laughs> Drink, appetizer, entree, and dessert. 
Oh, appetizer. Jake, what do you got? Cool. Um, let's see. Well, drink, I probably would go with something that I've been making at home a lot because uh, I loved it so much when I worked there, but the uh, Trinidad Boy from Golden Girl. It's a Ooh. variation on the Trinidad Sour. It's like this insanely delicious drink that's mostly Angostura bitters, and um, it's blood red, comes in a coupe. It looks cool. It tastes really good. It's delicious. A coupe? A coupe is a kind of glass. Oh, okay. Huh. Or a kind of car. Yeah. Don't yeah. drink and drive. Or a place where chickens live. Be weird to serve a drink in there. <laughs> somebody's That'd be a name. lot of drink. <laughs> yeah, it could be somebody's name. It's a Seminole anarchist Coop. rap group. Oh, uh, yeah. That's not, simply, that's not pronounced that way. But yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> the chicken coo. I think these are all spelled differently. That's too. what I should have called the whole thing with the, the guy who led the chicken rebellion back in the poultry punch it episode. Hey, the chicken you know. coo. Anyway. Good How about out. that entree, Jake? Uh, yeah. 3,000 of the giant. <laughs> Uh, okay okay so i he, haven't done appetizer you knocked me yet. on my toes for that one appetizer i would probably get I don't, maybe like the palm frites from mm. the aviary those sure. are super good they're uh, great but get them with ketchup instead of aioli yeah because uh, i think they use egg in their aioli i haven't been in a long time mm. but uh then probably for entree i would either go to luco's or druff's mm. Uh, because Luco's has really amazing vegan pizza. Uh, they're super great people, uh-huh. and they're kind of like out of the off the beaten. Path Is that for on me. Republic? Yeah, it West is, Republic. Yeah. Okay, you guys not done one yet? No, no. no but I've, I've driven I've, past. I've, it I've a eaten bunch. there. Their it's real good. It's astounding. Oh, it's very, I got. I got to try good. it. We, very, you know, we've complained a lot about Springfield pizza. I'm, I'm looking for the. Uh, it may the, technically the be outside of city limits, so I don't know if you guys are willing to bend the rules. It's not as far as Shrimp and Bayou Classics, and you yeah, did that. We did that. I think I think you're solid. If people call it Springfield. We'll yeah, do it. I'm fine. fine. I love tacos. That's how I say it. I mean, I call Nick's a Springfield, so. <laughs> oh, well, that's stupid, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of years, man. What, 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 are, what are you getting from Druff's if you go I'm that direction? I'm going to get that patty melt, man. Oh, my God. It's just, and I know that What's it's What's on that patty melt, thing. anyway? <laughs> Don't make me say it. But <laughs> they've really just done an amazing job with, uh, you know, my product. And so. That's awesome. Yeah. Plus, yeah. they're just wonderful people. I love to see them every time I go in there. Mm-hmm. It's a great product to work with. And then for dessert, I'm going to get something from uh, Rachel and Richie at Whipped Cream and Other Delights. Wow. Because they're just so talented. Mm-hmm. Everything that they make is just... I can't eat it fast enough. So. Yep. Dan Simber Luminaries, Rachel and Richie. Great. What, what, I don't know what a luminary I is. I booked those guests! <laughs> in a month that was not Dan Simber! Yeah, it was Dan Vimber. Oh, golly. <laughs> not my fault. You booked all the guests for Dan Vimber. <laughs> You're right. It's not your fault. I took initiative, as I've done for the past however many the year and so many months. Well, boy, that was a great last meal, and I hope you enjoy unseasoned oatmeal because that's that's what the rest of your life holds. Yeah, it's honestly like probably a good move for me to just switch to something healthy. It would be very healthy. Yeah, and finally, our episode comes to a merciful end. Yeah, as um, does my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating life, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. And I, I don't think there's anything else that we have on the schedule no, we here never today. Do anything I'm else checking my phone show. here. Come on in. It sounds like there's somebody at the door. Yeah, it's open. Hey guys, Coldstone. What's <sighs> up, buddy? 
not much. I haven't seen you in a while. Not since our first anniversary show. I've, I've never met uh, this person. Hi, I'm Jake. Uh, hi, Jake. I am uh, I'm Cold Stone Cream Austin, of course. Uh, spring Food Mo favorite. That's so nice to meet you. Um... Uh, sure. Yeah, we like. I guess you're a favorite. I, I mean, a fan favorite. I don't know what the hosts really think of me. I, I like, like you. you. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Uh, I immediately like you. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I I may have seen a tweet saying that you that you were a fan, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, definitely uh, <laughs> the name tickles my gut every time. <laughs> well, listen up, guys. I. Uh, I'm afraid I'm uh, in a bit of a mood. Well, what's going if on? If you couldn't tell by well, my uh, uh, demeanor? Demeanor, yeah. You seem yeah, pretty yeah, normal. That's, that's the word I'm looking for. You no, seem like you usually do. No, I'm I'm sort of hunched over. I'm a, I'm a bit of a sad sack right now. Well, what's got you oh. in a tizzy? Oh, um, okay. Thanks for asking, Jake. Uh, my wife is leaving me. Oh no! I didn't even know you were married. Yeah, yeah. Canonically, I uh, I am married to Isabella Rossellini. <laughs> oh wow! And uh, she she has asked for a separation. Oh, and, and I heard Huckabees, or was that a different Isabella? Uh, is she an iHeart Huckabees? I don't oh, know, actually. There was a way for us to find out. I don't know. She's definitely been screamed at by David O. Russell, but I don't <laughs> know if that was on Huckabees or just like in line at Whole Foods. <laughs> I mean, you know, the list of people who haven't been screamed at by David O. Russell. It's, it's pretty getting, short. Getting shorter and shorter, yeah. <laughs> Andy, what's the uh She's what's in the joy? Conclusion? Let's go through. Oh, oh, okay, so she was in a David <laughs> David O. Russell film. Joy, yeah. man, that was a good one. We all saw it. Anywho, I've uh, I've let a few things slip by. Uh, I I gotta say, I I had uh, uh, a lot of promises I made haven't really panned out. In your marriage? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's why she is uh. Did decided she to... know she was married to you? Yes, yes. She absolutely did know she was married to I'd me. I'd love this... to know about your courtship. Well, I think we met on the set of Blue Velvet. <laughs> wow, uh, you're very you're much. Uh, you've been alive longer than I thought. Yeah, yeah. I was a uh, Dennis Hopper's handler on that movie. <laughs> And uh, you had him like in one of those harnesses. Oh, so God, you've got to be gotta. like fifty, because that, that album came out the year of my birth, nineteen eighty-six. Hey, you know, wasn't an album, and I don't appreciate you asking how old I am. I didn't ask how old you were. I don't appreciate I deserved. it. One bit, Andy. You did. Date I yourself. always come on here, and Andy is giving me crap. I'm not. I like you a lot. <laughs> I think I've already said that. I kid. I'm just in a bit of a mood, as I said. My okay. freaking wife's leaving me. Told her I would buy her a garden where her flowers could bloom. That didn't work. All the freaking flowers died. Told her I'd buy her a new car, perfect, shiny, and blue. What was that new life, though? <laughs> it was red. <laughs> That's what she really wanted. Told her I'd buy her a big house way up in the West Hills. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was small. Well, it was one of those tiny houses. Couldn't afford a was big it one. In the West Hills, though. It was in the West Hills, though. Okay, well. Do you commute to Springfield from Los Angeles, California? Oh yeah, baby. I did For Delta? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Delta, Delta Diamond, the best airline. I'm Delta Diamond. Everyone agrees. Boy, that band sure does suck, don't they? Delta Diamond or Everclear? Ever, Everclear, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Horrible. The same song rewritten like many, many, many times. Don't get me wrong. I like Santa Monica. I think that's it's an good. all right tune. I like the Santa one. Santa Monica. <laughs> that's where I want to be. That's it. Yeah. Is that the yep. one? Yeah, uh-huh. that's the one. I thought so. That's the one. Anyway. Here comes Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> Isabella, my wife, Isabella Rossellini, she's a little frustrated with uh with my performance in my career. Haven't been able to bring in the bread like she likes. She's a famous actress, but she still she wants a she wants a man who brings in the bacon, and uh, that's been a little hard for me. She's uh she's got a lot of money. Tried a couple different things. I opened a museum. <laughs> okay, what kind of museum? Natural history. <laughs> What that kind of natural history? Sure. Well, a bunch of you know, like bugs and stuff. You know? <laughs> Entomology. Yeah. Turns out, more of a zoo. <laughs> all okay. The, all the animals got out. All the bugs. All the bugs and stuff they got out. No good. They had to shut the museum down. Started a bakery. Uh huh. Caught fire day one. <laughs> uninsured. Tried uh, selling insurance. That office caught fire day one, <laughs> uninsured. <laughs> Heck, I even tried to start my own podcast. Who keeps Bad giving decision. you loans? The, the freaking <laughs> bank. <Isabella> <laughs> Rosalini? <laughs> it's predatory lending, these guys. Oh, man. They, they give me what they call sub-subprime loans. You know what? Anyone and everyone who works at a bank should just... Quit, yeah, quit I agree. <laughs> I, they're the scum of the earth. <laughs> Bank workers. Wow. <laughs> to me, so you're least. under some crushing debt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it is crushing me like like the little bug I am. Just pile that on top of the stress. Were you in divorce. your own museum? Were you a subject of your own museum? Because you're a bug. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> You don't want to ask what kind of podcast I tried to start? (laughs) No. (laughs) Anyway, it was a role-playing podcast. (laughs) A couple buds got together, played a game, had some laughs. What's it called? I I really shouldn't say. I I shouldn't divulge too much the... uh, the pretending to be people guys threatened to break my knees <laughs> if I let any of it air. Those are pretty rough dudes. Yeah. yeah. Zach punched me so hard I had to go to the ear, nose, and throat doctors. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. My wife, Isabella Rossellini, she said she'd take me back on on one, uh, what, what do you call that? On condition. On one condition, yeah. Go ahead and you so ask what condition it was. She loves vegan food. Oh, oh man, and cool. She, and she she was hoping I could maybe start a vegan company. And uh, as you know, I'm a world class dummy. I'm finding out more and more from appearing on this show. Nothing ever seems to go right for me. So I was hoping maybe I could get in on more of the ground floor of an existing company. Maybe partner up with somebody <laughs> who uh, knows what the heck they're doing. You yeah. guys know anybody? I'll let you know if I meet anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid. I kid, Jake. I know that you're in the vegan business. Yeah. Of making vegan things. That's correct, yeah. So do you have any... 
You have any room on board for Cold Stone Cream Austin? Yeah, I, I would love to take you on as a partner and all of your debt. Oh, <laughs> wow. That wasn't even a part it of just the pitch. Seems like, seems like a sure <laughs> shot to me. <laughs> yeah, do you, I mean, I need to know that that what I'm getting involved in here is quality. Do you have any you have any new things you're working on, Jake? Oh, um, nothing really that hasn't been featured on this. Well, I guess I've been working on some stuff. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 do you, what do you got? <laughs> I've been working on vegan bacon. Ooh. And, um, oh, yeah. And the, the chicken that was featured on here with the oh, hot chicken. What, what goes into that bacon? Uh, it's mostly soy and then just, you know, seasonings and stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. But, uh, you know, if I get on board, I was thinking... Maybe a little egg in there would spice it up. Yeah, that <laughs> probably would make it taste a little too eggy for most vegans. Yeah, what? egg is very spicy. <laughs> you know, I, I just I just like kind of an eggy flavor. Uh, what, what about that? What about that chicken? What goes into that? Is that seitan? <clears throat> Some of it, yeah. <laughs> what else is in there? Well, I mean, you know, you can't reveal all my secrets. Yes. But uh, yeah, some uh, some proprietary vegan chicken style broth that I make myself. Hey, you know, I've I heard the uh, the uh, poultry punch out the heat head edition. It sounded like they really loved it. I was thinking maybe maybe though uh, maybe kick it up with a little cheese. <laughs> yeah, I could I could put some just chicken in there. I guess. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's a pretty good idea. That would be dishonest. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I can see that we're vibing pretty well. I don't even need a vibe check for this. Uh, so I, I, I think, uh, I think, I think, I, I think I'm down. I agree. All I right. agree. Cool. Yeah. Did I, you I check think, your uh, what is the that horoscope app that everyone has? No, no, I don't believe in that crap. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm excited to announce to the world, Springfield, and uh, my lovely wife Isabella Rossellini from the film uh, Blue Velvet. Enjoy. The uh, our brand new company, Cold Stone Cream Austin's and Jake's Vegan Sausage. <laughs> Sweet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Just all right. Gonna start uh, putting cheese and egg in the stuff. Hey, you know we can talk more about it, but I'm just coming from a flavor perspective. I think you could get some pretty complex. You're things coming going from on a there. flavor perspective. Yeah, yeah, and it, not like from Flavor Town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I've been to Flavor Town, baby. But uh, um, I was thinking about that. Uh, that sausage. Have you thought about adding some pig's blood to it? <laughs> yeah, I, I did think about that. I think that that would add the piggy quality that you're going for if you just well, dripped a little pig's blood in there. Yeah, the, the blood of a, an animal that's been killed is actually vegan. So, oh, yeah, people don't mind that. <laughs> if you kill it yourself. <laughs> yeah, most vegans are like, oh, well, it's just the blood. You know, that's not gross all right well pleasure to um, meet you i will expect those checks satire to start rolling alert in. <laughs> yeah satire alert satire is that like satan all uh, right folks yeah. i'll see you bye-bye cold stone cream thing. austin signing out <laughs> well, i look forward to our endeavors bye. today. we'll discuss all he's that he's gone uh, <laughs> see you later. wow what a way to end the first episode of dan simber yep. proper mm-hmm. you got real quiet there for a while yeah, I, I'm. Sometimes we have guests come on, and I am just in awe. Well, um, I had to set up another mic, so Dan was being really generous and yeah. allowing Coldstone yeah. to share. Yeah, I mean, we didn't know guy. he was coming, so yeah. sure took me by surprise. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Boy, how do we end Dan Simber? 
episodes. It's not. Why are you looking at me? You, usually Andy does oh, it. Before we end it, I should definitely clarify for sure that I will not be putting any <laughs> animal blood or cheese or eggs into any of my food. Ever, so. <laughs> stay, stay in completely vegan then. I like that stance. Yeah, I think I will. I, I just wanted to humor that Cold Stone Cream Austin guy because I like it. Where okay. can the lovely folks at in springfield find your uh find your product in radio land <laughs> yes in radio land uh the uh at uh some places around town if you're looking to buy it at a restaurant there's uh mm-hmm. druffs and uh gailey's sell my breakfast sausage mm. um druffs sells my patties on that patty melt that Ooh, we were discussing so earlier good. uh i've sold uh some patties to gailey's for their lunch that they're going to be doing sometime soon oh they, baby we're, like, we're hanging on to these until we get that going <clears throat> and uh farmer's gastro pub sells my patties uh there's a place out in nixa called piccolo that sells my italian sausage and i know that saying luco's was you know it wasn't intended as a plug but sure. they're going to be uh carrying my stuff very soon oh, uh, oh yeah that's yeah, great. Great. so if cool everything goes uh as planned but yeah we've been talking about that and yeah, they're just wonderful people. I'm excited to start working with that them. Rules. Wow. Well, I'm so happy. Oh, and Mama Jeans. This going, I don't Jake. know. There's a couple other places, but yeah. Jake, not a businessman, but a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you got anything you need to get out there before we sign off with the uh, beloved Dan Simber uh, closer? Um, no, I think I'm good. All right. I'm so happy you're here, Jake. I'm, happy I'm to so be here. proud of you and the company that you've built and what you're doing for the world uh, and the I, city. Thanks. Makes me really happy. I wish the listeners could have seen Andy's face light up whenever you walked <laughs> in. It's a beautiful thing, your friendship, and I'm glad I could have Jake <laughs> back on as the first returning champ. Take uh-huh. that, Verena. Whoa. Hey, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Guest spoiler. <laughs> That episode is out of control, by the way. I oh. can't wait for that episode to finally come out in uh, March 2021. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's just stay tuned. There's a crazy twist. Uh, we're not going to give it away, yeah. but it's one of the funniest things that's ever happened. Yeah. So I can't wait. We've done a lot of plug-in future episodes. Got Kenny DeForest coming on New Year's Eve. Hey, it's that end of the year time when you got to backlog episodes because of an undetermined reason that hasn't been revealed to the listeners (laughs) yet. You guys Uh got Pete Buttigieg coming on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I've I've reached out to Mayor Pete to get him on the show and... uh, Boy, we love him here at Spring Food Mo. Well, I've got anyway. high, 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 high hopes that he comes on. <laughs> For Dan Simber, remember, folks, good is bad. Bad is trap. Sorry, Mom. Oh, <laughs> Don't do no. that. Shoot. We're the whole Shoot. way without cursing. Good is... Well is good. Bad is trash. And everyone's beautiful. I like everyone's hot. It's better. <laughs> All right. Everybody's hot. Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. (laughs) Spring Food Media. Hey, what's up? This is Dan Howell, co-host Spring Food Podcast. Happy Dan Simber. Just remembering that I did not talk about that meatball in the meatball strum pot that I had. Got into the potatoes, got into those lovely minty greens, but did not mention that meatball, and boy, was it a good, big, fat boy. That's pretty much it. All right. You guys have a nice day. Bye.
served with milk and honey. Always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Surely Vincent attended at least one of these early morning unions before he shot himself in the head. That's awful. You should be ashamed of yourself. Perhaps the folks at Van Gogh's Hey, what's up, fellas? This is Paul McCartney from The Beatles and Wings. Just giving y'all a call to wish you a happy Dan Simber. Really enjoyed all of the Dan Vimber episodes. Those were all really fantastic. And um just wondering when you're going to have me back on the show again. I think the guests really like me. I am... Very famous. I think this episode that Kenny the Forest was your most famous guest. Of course, I am Sir Paul McCartney from the Beatles, so I would say that I'm more famous than him. Even Christian Slater, I'm more famous than. So, uh, yeah. Just, uh, maybe issue a correction there, or I don't know. Uh, I was also thinking of like a, like a let it be, but instead of that, it's can of beans. Don't know if that's anything. Anyway, love you all, uh, especially Dan. Uh, Andy, your stuff is getting better, but not at the rate at which Dan's stuff is getting really just smashing. Actually, um, uh, goodbye and uh, good night. Uh, pe- peace and love.